It's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. Wow, 2019. It has been such a year. I don't know about you, but I have felt like I've been through an absolute whirlwind. I visited eight different countries. I've flew on 36 different planes. I've lived in two cities. I've lived out of hotels. I've hosted two retreats, two live events, made friends, lost friends. It's safe to say this year has come with many challenges that I honestly didn't believe that I could go through in one year. I have had growing pains each and every month. I've had tears streaming down my face at some points. I've had breakdowns and I have also had breakthroughs as well. So it's safe to say that I've learned a thing or two about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and to get to your next level. Now, I'd be selfish if I kept all of these lessons to myself and I wanted to be a blessing in your life and share what I'd really learned in 2019. So here are my nine things I learned in 2019. Lesson number one, let there be no plan B. You know, at the start of this year, I realized that I'd set goals, but in the back of my mind, I would be like strategizing a plan B in case the plan A didn't work out. And I quickly realized that if I'm focusing my energy on plan B as well, then that means that I'm not focusing all my energy into plan A. And I know when you don't focus all of your energy into something, you don't get the results that you really did desire. So I decided to take this one step further as well. And I started to figure out if other entrepreneurs did this plan B situation as well. Now, because I'm an absolute geek when it comes to studies, I looked into a couple of studies and I found one in particular which really caught my attention. So basically in this study, they did a series of experiments. Now there was two groups of people that performed a task. One group was simply asked to perform the task while the other group was asked to think about what they would do if they didn't succeed before starting the task. Now, in the experiment, the subjects who thought about their plan B and would think about what would happen if they didn't succeed in the task were less successful. So the researchers concluded that making a backup plan can indeed have harmful effects on your goals. And this really spoke to me. So moving forward, there is no plan B. I have my plan A and I'm going full force in it. Lesson number two, set your boundaries. You know, as entrepreneurs, people can just think that we are available all of the time. And I don't think people that are not entrepreneurs really understand the amount of energy and effort we have to put into not just ourselves and not just our clients, but our team and the content we're creating, how we are actually showing up and what frame of mind are we showing up in as well. So I split my personal and my business boundaries up. And my personal, I make sure that I basically set my working hours. And during my working hours, um, it's important for me to be productive and feel focused and get everything done that I need to be done. So taking phone calls and not sticking to a schedule can be extremely distracting and therefore it just doesn't happen. So be sure to make sure that with your family and friends, your working hours are clearly communicated and also stick to them because as soon as you set a boundary and then someone crosses it and you allow them to cross it, they are just going to continue to do that. 
So the other side of things is your business boundaries. Now, a lack of boundaries will invite a lack of respect. So it's super important for you to communicate clearly with clients the expectations that you have for them and also the expectations that you are going to bring in order for them to get the best results. You need to communicate these with your clients from the get-go so they can understand how they can have an incredible experience and how you can also provide them with one. Remember, a client does not pay you to be their high-paid friend. Make sure that you set your boundaries and you stick to them. Lesson number three, communicate like a queen. Wow, 2019 has challenged me in so many ways to communicate like a queen from clients to family to friends. And I've seen like, as women, we are so conditioned to have this tendency to be nice and not want to be rude and not speak up and not speak our truth. But I want to remind you that your voice deserves to be heard. And what you need to say also needs to be heard as well. So it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. And when you are communicating like a queen, you will speak your truth in love, but you will also be fierce with it. Now, I know that this can bring up some people pleasing inside and it can feel as though you are gonna be uncomfortable in terms of setting what you want to say to someone and fearing what their response is back. But if you come with an intention of just speaking your truth, that is what that other person is going to receive. If you come with an intention of being angry, then the other person is going to feel the anger. So make sure when you're standing in your power and you're speaking your truth and you're being direct in it, go with the energy that you really desire to give off because that is how the recipient will also receive it. Lesson four, hire support because you deserve it. This year, I have definitely hired support in my personal life, and it's honestly changed the way I do things. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel manic. I really feel like what I have to do, I actually have the space and the time and the capacity to fulfill it rather than trying to be the woman that is just superwoman, right? I know we all try to be that person, but at the end of the day, we can't do everything. So we need to make sure that we are facilitating and fulfilling that in different ways. So this year, I finally hired a housekeeper three times a week. So she comes and she takes care of the cooking, the laundry, you know, the household shenanigans that when you are working from home can really get onto your skin. And if you're anything like me, like I really love to work from a clean space and I can't really concentrate when things are out of place. It's a little bit of like OCD that kicks in inside of me. So my housekeeper comes and that makes me feel that the house is all prepared for myself and Kenji. I also, at the start of the year, hired a PT. Then after a while, I was like, you know what? I can do this on my own. Like I've got into the swing of things. Well, that then proved me wrong because I just completely fell off stuff. I lost like motivation. So he is hired again and it just proved I needed him. I was just trying to be cheap with myself and that's not gonna get the results that I really desired. Thirdly, I also hired a personal assistant. Like guys, I cannot tell you how many flights I booked at the start of this year incorrectly. Dates, times, anything, like I did it. And I really felt every single time that I like triple checked, but it just continued to keep on happening. And I took it as a sign to like make sure 
that I got that extra support because these little tasks that we need to get done, they can seem so small and they do require you to get it right. So I know that sometimes I could be rushing and wanting to get onto the next task. So I now delegate that off to my PA. Now, people can say that that may seem pretty expensive for your personal life. So I actually wanted to break it down for you so you can understand like why I feel that this is so beneficial because what I can do in those hours that someone else takes off me is worth a lot more in money exchange. So for example, you know, my housekeeper costs me around 80 euro a week. Now, sometimes she may do less hours. Sometimes she may do more. Either way, that 80 euro really does free my mental space up, really does free my time up to get on doing the things that are keeping me in my zone of genius. My PA works on an hourly basis, so I'm only paying her when I actually need her. Monthly, this was working out around 150 pounds. If she is taking care of flights, tasks, appointments, it's again, one less thing that I need to think about, which enables me to think about the things I really do need to think about. Because remember, we only have so much space in our brain and we want to make sure that we are concentrating on the things that we really need to be concentrating on that day and not having like all these little to-do list tasks just going around our mind. And then thirdly, you know, the PT is just under 300 euro a month. Now over where I live in Madeira, I know that seems a little bit more on the cheaper side for a PT, which is brilliant. But at the end of the day, like if you're investing in your personal development, if you're investing in your business, like without your health and without feeling your best and being your best, the business and the personal development will deteriorate and decrease anyway. So make sure that you're actually investing in your health because that's the most important thing in your whole life. Lesson five, let your no be your no and your yes be your yes. So I learned this from my mastermind partner. Now I have always been a person that would say yes to everything. Like anything that someone wants me to do, I'd be like, yeah, People would say, Bella will do it. And I will say, yes, I will. And it was a way for me to really seek approval. It was a way for me to feel valued by other people. So it's safe to say that I was a people pleaser. And I understand that so many ambitious women out there really are because it does actually get you very far. But this year, I haven't had the capacity to be able to say yes to things that I really didn't desire to do or didn't feel good. So I've allowed myself to say no. And yes, it's been uncomfortable. And yes, I've feared other people's judgments and responses. But I realized that if I am putting my happiness behind anyone else's, I'm just gonna build up certain emotions inside which aren't gonna benefit me in any way. So some responses I got were positive and some responses I got were negative. And just know that no matter what you do in life, people are going to respond different ways and people are going to be supportive and others aren't. As long as you've spoken your truth and as long as you are doing things in alignment with what you desire to do, then that's really all that matters. Now, I wanted to share with you this little quick tip that helped me so much throughout the year. Now, anyone else that's a people pleaser out there and says yes when they want to say no, here's what I want you to do. I want you to respond with, I'll get back to you on that. Because now you've created space for you to have a talk with yourself and for you to feel into what feels good to you. 
And you can ask yourself that question. Do you want to go ahead and do this? If the answer's yes, awesome, reach back out. And if there's the answer's no, awesome, reach back out and share your answer from that. But don't share it in a rush space. Don't share it without thinking. You owe yourself the time, the space to really see what feels good to you and go with that. Lesson number six. If you have to disrespect others to get what you want, then you will never win. Let's say that again. If you have to disrespect others to get what you want, you will never win. Something that I was made aware of this year is others will speak about you in a negative way in order to fuel themselves up and make them feel better about themselves. Or they will do things that are out of integrity in the way that I would see them in order to actually get a short-term gain. But it's important to know that if you are disrespecting someone, in order to get what you desire, you are never winning because you know deep down inside that you have not done the right thing. You know deep down inside you don't feel fulfilled and you know that you've cheated away in order to get what you desire and cheaters never win in the long term. Cheaters never win in the long term. So just look at your life at the moment. Look at your business and take this as an opportunity. Is there anything that you're doing right now that is out of integrity? And feel into that. Ask yourself, and if there is, that's fine. Everyone's just doing the best that they can. Forgive yourself and get back in integrity because that is what will yield the long-term results and success that I know you really do crave. Lesson seven, do not live in indecision. Decide, move on, and learn from it. Oh my gosh, the amount of time I wasted this year alone by just being indecisive is crazy. You know, I went to my very first church experience a couple of months ago and the preacher on stage said this, don't live your life today with a divided mind. And he actually shared whilst he was on stage One woman was on one side of the stage. He was in the middle and then a gentleman was on the other side of the stage. And he was sharing a story about his family member lived in one country and his other family member lived in the other. And when he was with one family member, he would feel really excited and good for the first day. And then he would be thinking about what he wasn't doing to the other family member. So he would spend all the time thinking about the other family member when he should have just been present. And then when he went to the other family member, he would do the exact same thing. Now that really spoke to me because I live away from my family. And when I'm away from my family, I feel like that. I feel like I should be doing more. I should be there. And then when I'm there, I think I should be here and I should be doing more in my business. Do not live in the trap of division. And then second of all, when you've got to make a decision, just make it go for it, move forward is the only way you will learn. Because when you are living indecision, that is when you're getting anchored and that is when you're getting stuck and being stuck does not get you anywhere. So in order to unstuck yourself, you need to make sure that you are making a decision. And you know what? Once you've asked one person for advice, quit going to ask the next person and the next person. If you have made a decision and then you go back on it, 
Tell yourself, no, I'm moving forward with it. This is the only way you are going to learn. It's the only way you're going to move forward. And you know what? There is never a right or wrong decision. The only right or wrong decision is what feels good to you at that point. So feel into that. And instead of asking everyone else what you should do, ask yourself what would feel amazing to do and go with that. Lesson number eight, take responsibility for everything in your business. Now, I know that I have done this once, twice, maybe three times, but I have blamed other people for my in inverted commas, failures or not achieving a goal that I desired to achieve. In my head, I'd be blaming my coach, my marketing, something that someone else didn't do. And that's exhausting, number one. And also you're shifting the blame on something and not taking personal responsibility. So guess what? That goal or that success is never gonna be achieved anyway because you are the only person that is responsible for your success. Remember, the results that you create in your business, that's on you. You are the person that has to show up day in, day out. You have to give you 100%. Yes, the people around you are there to support you and hold you to your highest of standards, but make sure at the end of the day, you are using God as God and you are using that your intuition as a way to drive you forward rather than looking around and thinking that anyone else or anyone else's words are God. Don't use other things or people as God. You have that connection. You have got the answers inside of you. Yes, of course, there's times where we need people to challenge us and draw them out of us, but make sure you're taking full responsibility. Straight away, there just becomes peace in that. And also, it becomes something that you're able to control, deal with, and actually switch up as well. Because if it's on someone else, then you're just waiting for them to switch up, which is never gonna happen. Lesson number nine. In business, there is no right or wrong. Things will always come with a cost. And for me, I have had to make so many decisions this year that I knew there was no right or wrong answer. And things came with a cost, things come with an advantage, but you have to do what is right for you. There is no business manual that says, this is what you need to do and this isn't what you need to do. It's about figuring it out, enjoying the process and loving the journey as well. You know, in businesses, there are many different things that can happen and it can kind of throw you off guard. You know, people trying to terminate the contracts or payments not coming in. And I really believe that in these circumstances, we need to hold others to a high standard because I'm pretty sure that whoever they're working with, they wouldn't want their clients to terminate their contract and they wouldn't want their clients to pay late. So why are they doing it? Remember, what you put out is also what you are going to receive. So we need to hold people to the highest of standards. We need to make sure that we are providing our services, but they are also providing the energy exchange as well. You know, just going into that a little bit deeper, there was a lady in my community that shared that 82% of businesses fail because of poor cash flow management. And that includes receiving late payments. So when you start out your business, you most of us just want to be liked. And sometimes that means that we can feel a little bit obligated to allow someone to be late with payments. Now, perhaps you're giving them the benefit of the doubt, or you just may feel too scared or too uncomfortable to even bring it up. Girl, I've been there, but I've also moved past that. And I realized whatever I expected 
also happens. And I want you to be able to put this in place as well. So receiving late payments actually are going to threaten the survival of your business. And of course, we already know that the odds are stacked against us as entrepreneurs. So we need to make sure that the business decisions that we make are holding others to a high standard and us to a high standard as well. Remember, your job isn't to be liked. Your job is to provide a transformation in the service that you are providing. Guys, I hope you enjoyed my nine things I learned in 2019. And you know what? I want to hear what you learned in 2019 as well. Send me a direct message on Instagram at Isabella Levy and share with me what your biggest lesson was in 2019. I'll catch you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more, and I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review. I want to know what you enjoyed, what your biggest takeaways were. And of course, if there's anything specific that you want me to speak about on the show, then go ahead and request it below. To say thank you for leaving me a review, I will send you a copy of my Goal Digger Planner. It covers everything from setting your 90-day goals and breaking it down into monthly, weekly, and daily action steps. If you want a copy, go ahead, screenshot your review and direct message me the picture on Instagram at Isabella Levy and I will get it right over to you.